Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express you breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet this is gonna be good that's the powerful backing of American Express see how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex, eligible American Express card required, benefits vary by card and by venue terms apply Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in Outkick Studios. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. It's the New Year's Day edition. And yes, we got three full hours for you. We're hanging out with you uh, because we want to make sure you start off your 2021 as well as you can. Big games going on in college football. Big upcoming weekend in the NFL. Want you also to know we're all in the fight against COVID-19 and Ford Motor Company is doing their part by manufacturing and donating 100 million masks to underserved communities. Ford encourages everyone to join the effort. We're so close to winning this fight, and these next weeks are crucial. Let's hold the line, look out for each other, so we can get back to where we were, a message from the Ford Motor Company. Now, we spent a lot of time so far in the program talking about the college football playoff. We just gave you our picks. I expect for Alabama to win comfortably over Notre Dame. Dub uh, agrees, and also I then expect for this game between Clemson and Ohio State to be close. I think Clemson wins by a field goal. That means Ohio State covers. So I'm expecting that we'll get round five of Alabama versus Clemson on January 11th in the college football championship game. But I'm really looking forward to watching both of those games later today. We obviously have talked about them a great deal, and we'll talk about them more and more as we move throughout the program. But I wanted to pivot a bit here and talk about the NFL. And for those of you who've been with us for a couple hours now, 
I do think that we need to give the NFL more credit than we are because the NFL has managed, even in the middle of a absolutely difficult, devastating, insanely uh, challenging 2020, to not just play their season, but to play their season so far with every game being played on time. Now, they've had to adjust bye weeks. They've had to play games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all seven days of the week. But come Sunday, in theory, they are going to complete the entire season and they will have 18 teams that are eliminated from the Super Bowl race and they'll not have to worry about those 18 teams anymore and all the players on those 18 teams will not have to worry about the NFL's COVID protocols anymore they hopefully will not have to return to a facility until the vaccine is out there and circulating substantially. So that is something very much, I believe, to be excited about. But there are still a lot of teams out there jockeying for playoff position. And there are really two different stories that are being told in the two different divisions right now. In the AFC, we've got five teams that are sitting at 10 and 5. The Titans, the Colts, the Dolphins, the Browns, and the Ravens. All five of those teams are right now 10 and 5. If they all won, and that certainly could happen, if they all won, then we would be sitting at 5, 11, and 5 teams, and somebody who wins 11 football games, even in an expanded playoff to seven teams, would end up getting left out. That might well happen but the battle in general in the AFC is for the four the five the six and the seven seeds there because we know the one the two and the three the one is 100% going to be the Chiefs the two and the three is right now going to be Bills Steelers but even if the Steelers won and the Bills lost it would be the Bills with the three and the Steelers with the two in other words we know the top three teams and I've already told you that even though there's a lot of jockeying going on, and even though there are a lot of good teams in the AFC, I believe there are only two teams that can go for the, to the Super Bowl based on what I've seen so far. I think the Chiefs or the Bills will be the AFC Super Bowl representative based on everything that I've seen so far. Okay, So that is where we are right now as we break down the AFC playoff picture. The NFC is different. Every spot in the NFC is up for grabs right now. We don't know who the one seed's going to be. Right now, it's the Green Bay Packers. If they lost, it could end up being the Saints or the Seahawks. We don't know who the two or the three is. The Green Bay Packers could fall all the way from the one to the three if they lost to the Bears. We don't know who the seven seed's going to be. The Bears are alive. If they win, Cardinals are alive. Rams. We don't know who's going to win the NFC East. We've got the Washington football team, the Cowboys, and... The Giants all still alive to win the NFC East. So everything is up for grabs right now if you break down the NFC. Relatively a lot less up for grabs in the AFC. We bring in Dub. I believe ultimately that I think this is what's going to end up happening. In the AFC, we're going to have an 11-5 and team left out. And I think that 11-5 and team left out is going to end up being the Indianapolis Colts. Because I think the Titans are going to win. I think the Browns are going to win. 
I think the Dolphins are going to win, and I think the Ravens are going to win. And if that happens, even if the Colts win, which I think they will against the Jags, 11-5 and five won't get it done for them. Uh, and that'll be tough to have them left on the outside looking in. And then we'll have a big debate about what's going to happen with Phillip Rivers. What do the Colts do at the quarterback position going forward? What say you, Dub, about my prediction in the AFC? Well, that would be incredibly tough, even more so for the Indianapolis Colts, especially when you consider that this year there's an extra playoff team. So I want, I'm curious right. what the odds would have been preseason if you had said there'll be an 11-5 and team, miss the playoffs from a, from a certain conference with seven teams being able to make the playoffs. That'd be a it's pretty tough. unlucky break for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, I think... I personally think there's going to be a little bit of chaos this weekend in the NFL and the AFC. I think it'll probably work itself out organically. I don't think it'll come down to a bunch of tiebreaker scenarios and stuff like that with all these 11-5 and five teams. But if the, if, uh, if the chalk happens, if the favorites win, then that will be the case uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. And that'll be unfortunate. And it, uh, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but it's got to be probably one of the more Phillip Rivers things that has ever happened. It would suck for Phillip Rivers, but it would be very Phillip Rivers-like. And I will say this, the Titans, you know, I'm going to be sweating bullets, I think, by 4.30 Eastern when the Titans game kicks off against the Texans. Because if the Titans lose, I think there's a very real chance that they fall from the NFL's four seed hosting the first home playoff game, which I've already paid for my tickets uh, since 2008, to not being in the playoffs at all. So it's one thing to not be happy that you win your division. It's another thing entirely to go from, hey, we're going to win the division for the first time in 12 years and host a home playoff game to, boom, your season is suddenly over. It's a lot like when somebody just suddenly hits a buzzer beater on your team in the NCAA tournament and you're like, is this really how it ends? Like all of the prelude, all the excitement, all of the reason for joy, and then boom, it's just over in an instant. That's going to happen for somebody in uh, the AFC, and and I think it's going to be the Colts, but somebody's going to be in for a rude awakening. It could very well be the Titans, could be the Dolphins, could be the Ravens. Somebody is going to be very, very upset that they're left out. Could certainly be the Browns as well. In the NFC, I think that Alex Smith will start. This will will not know this until you know probably the day of the game. Uh, it'll be a game time decision. But I think Alex Smith is going to start. And if that happens, I like the Washington football team to beat the Eagles uh, and advance to the playoffs, in which case I really do think they should rename the Comeback Player of the Year award in Alex Smith's honor because not only would he have come back from an injury that threatened to kill him and certainly threatened to have his leg amputated from, he would come back from that injury and lead a team into the playoffs, even if it's the NFC East. The story is pretty compelling and incredible. So I like uh, the NFC East to be decided that way. I think the Packers will beat the Bears. I really do. I think that they will. Uh, I think that game might be well be close uh, because I like what I'm seeing out of the Bears offense all of a sudden and Mitch Trubisky, believe it or not. Uh, but I think ultimately the Packers with that much in, at stake will win, be the number one seed. I also think the Seahawks and uh, the Saints win. I think that's your top three uh, with the the Packers, the Saints, and the Seahawks in that order. I just told you I like the Washington football team. And, uh, and then I think that the Cardinals are going to end up finding their way into the playoff alongside of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are already there 
And I believe the Rams would get in over the Bears, right? They would have that tie break, though? Uh, I'm not as well versed on the tie break scenarios in the NFC. I think that's right, though. Yeah, we would hate to get one of those wrong. But <laughs> um, but if we're wrong, I'm sure all of you, I'm pulling up my, uh, my tie break scenarios right now. There's so many different crazy tie break scenarios right now that it's hard to be an expert on them, honestly, because there's so many different ways and so many different permutations. Uh, I was talking earlier, like there's 120 different ways that the NFC playoff race can come down, which is pretty crazy to think about when you uh, when you consider all the games that have already been played. Very little has actually been decided in the NFC playoff race. So we know Tampa Bay is in. We know the top three have clinched. We don't know what's going to happen in the NFC. And I believe that the Rams would have the tiebreak uh, over uh, the Bears in that scenario that I just laid out. And I think Arizona would also get in um, alongside of the Rams. So uh, so that is me attempting to make sense of, uh, of, that, uh, of that world. And yes, I'm correct because the Rams beat the Bears head-to-head uh, back in October. So I think I've got that right. What do you expect to see happen in the NFC, Dub? I have no idea. I'm excited about. I mean, I really wait don't. To, wait, wait to bring big analysis. Well, here. there's 120 different options. So I mean, pick your pick your choice here. I, I'm honestly so excited to see who ends up actually winning the NFC East. I don't know why, but it's been Just such, such a, a huge. Fire. It's yeah. so awesome. I mean, the fact that we're going to have a team with a, a, a bad team in the playoffs hosting a playoff game. Uh, like we've been talking about it. Maybe it's the Buccaneers. Maybe Tom Brady gets a break there. Um, that's what I'm most excited for. I hope that primetime game has you know something on the table for either Dallas or New York Giant fans because I mean it's going to be awesome to see Uh, all right so uh, we've got something on the table for you bet five dollars on Alabama to win the game later this afternoon against Notre Dame five dollars and if they do you get a 25 to 1 payout if you are a new user five dollars turns into $125. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay. One more time, that's fanduel.com slash clay. When we come back, we are scheduled to be joined by Joel Klatt to break down the college football playoff picture. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their redestein test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back in uh, Outkick Studios. We've got the New Year's Day edition rolling. Joel Klatt joins us now at Joel Klatt on Twitter. The awful, the uh, the completely unlikable Joel Klatt. Uh, all right, so uh, Joel, we've got the college football playoff coming in later uh, today. I'll be sitting watching both yeah. games. I know you will too. But I do. I've, I've been doing the show uh, today. And I just keep praising, and I know this is probably a big deal to you as well. I just, the fact that we really got here, right? That we talked a lot in April, May, June, and July, and August about how important and imperative it was. And I got to give, as much as it pains me to say it, I've got to give you credit. Because I think Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, when they came out with the we want to play hashtag, was incredibly important. But I also think what you put out there, about why it was important to play college football, 
it's easy, I think, when you are in a position of prominence and there is a contentious issue of any sort to sometimes step back and say, I'm not going to give my full opinion because you're worried sometimes about people who might not agree with you. But you have been as strident of a person in the college football media as is possible, particularly someone who's calling games and involved like you are, to have the season happen and to now have it to where, hey, regardless of how it goes down, we got four great teams, we got two good games, hopefully, and we're going to be able to crown a champion. Well, first of all, thank you. Um, I like obviously you were out there too. I mean, I, I don't feel like that's necessary. I don't feel like I did much, but I, I, I disagree. I, I think Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I really think we were without Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, people like you, and yes, this show was important in helping to fight for football. But I don't know that people even realize how close we were to not having any season at all. I, I really don't think oh, the general gosh. public even understands it. Oh, no. I I mean, it was uh, a whisper away, you know. Um, and and I think, you know, a lot of the conversations that I was having were behind the scenes. And, and to be honest, it, you know, I wasn't at first. I just wanted to know more and was talking to a lot of the commissioners about, you know, what they were hearing and learning. Uh, I was talking with a lot of the coaches and athletic directors. And it became very apparent to me, uh, and by the way, I was having a lot of conversations with the players as well, and it became very apparent to me that everyone felt strongly, and as did I, that the safest possible environment for these players was within the structure of football. And, and that's really the genesis of what my entire belief was about the season. It really wasn't about Oh, I, I'm, I want to see games or I want the season to happen. I just thought that the best possible uh, environment for every one of these players was within football, uh, not only because of the rigorous protocols from the virus itself, but Clay, the avoidance of the unintended consequences of shutting down the sport, which was going to deteriorate the mental health to an extent maybe unmeasurable um, for all of these players. And I think that's the one thing that everyone failed to really think about or, or talk about maybe more specifically was the unintended consequences. And I think avoiding those was imperative. And, and that's really where my stance started. And, you know, I'm proud of the, the players. They, I mean, these players, you know, sacrificed a ton to be out on the field this year and they opted in. Remember, everybody out there is saying, I want to play. And, yep. and I think that's an important uh, uh, nugget that everyone needs to realize as we here march towards the, the playoff and watch these games. All right. So what happens in these games? Let's start with the first one kicking off later today. Alabama, Notre Dame. Alabama is the biggest favorite that anybody has ever been in the college football playoff era, around 20 points. Does that seem right to you, or is that too substantial? How do you see this game between Alabama and Notre Dame playing out? Well, that offense for Alabama is is certainly as good as we've seen in a long time. You know, their ability to throw the football with proficiency and, and explosiveness their ability to run the football uh, with efficiency. I, I, you know, it's going to be really tough for Notre Dame to keep them under 40 points, yep. <laughs> 42 points. Um, I really believe that. And so I think that the entire game then rests on, can Notre Dame's offense answer the bell? 
And, and the first thing that I think about is that Notre Dame has to control the game and control the line of scrimmage. It has to be played on their terms. If they get into a shootout, they lose by 20. And I think most of the, the, the people out there, and, and probably me as well, and, and certainly the line setters and, and the bookies, are, are looking at this and saying, do we really think Notre Dame can play this game on their terms? And, and most people don't believe that they can. They weren't able to with Clemson in the ACC championship game, and, and it hurt them. You know, they, I watched that film, and I was trying to do a show. So I do this show called Breaking the Huddle, and, and we, I already, it already aired. You can go check it out online. And I broke down on, on game film, coaches film, all the teams. And one of the games that we had rights to and we could air was the ACC championship game. So they were like, well, let's break down Notre Dame from that game. And I'm trying to like find positives and negatives. It was really tough to find any positives. I'm talking about like individual plays. And I found a, a couple yeah. in there, Clay. But I mean, and I think that's why the line is set at 20 and, and probably rightly so. I think Alabama is a really, really good team. They do have one area where you can beat them, and that is throwing the football. If, you, if you're proficient and explosive throwing the football, you can get at Alabama. The problem is Notre Dame is a bad matchup from that standpoint because they're not really an explosive passing team. And they don't have the talent on the outside that, from a speed perspective, can create space and explosiveness. Whereas Clemson would be able to exploit that potentially, yeah. but would, and, they would and have even to Ohio win. State, but but definitely Clemson. Uh, so what happens? So you like Alabama to advance uh, down to Miami do. in the title game. What do you expect to see in Clemson Ohio State, a rematch of last year's game? Well, it's it's so fascinating because Ohio State played so well for the first two quarters. And, and really just kind of failed in the red zone, probably could have had a 28 nothing lead in that game. And then Clemson, once they figured them out, played so well in the second half. Yep. Um, so here's a couple of things to watch for. The first is, is that Ohio State's secondary is really not that strong. And so I think that, that Clemson is going to come out and try to let Trevor Lawrence go out there and eat. And he's playing at a ridiculously high level, ridiculously high level. And if they can start getting those big chunk plays, then Ohio State's going to be in trouble. Here's a great stat for you, and I think it's, it's, it's really incredible when you think about it. Ohio State's defense has given up zero touchdowns on the year if they don't give up a 20-yard play or more on that drive. So if they just make you earn their way down the field, they haven't yep. given up a score all year. Why? Because their front seven is really good, Clay. Their defensive line, their linebackers are really good. So if they let those guys play ball, then they've got a shot. But if, the, if Lawrence is getting loose in the explosiveness game, then, then, then watch out. And then Lawrence's legs, I think, will be a big point of this game. He was, he was terrific running the football against them last year. Their structure of defense gives up big plays with the quarterback run. So watch for Lawrence to run the football uh, in particular for, uh, in that first quarter to see if they can get loose. I, I do like Clemson in that game, though. I think Justin Fields is not playing as well, and I think that Ohio State, while very good offensively, is not what they were again uh, last year on the defensive side, and I think Clemson wins the game. So you've got Alabama against Clemson. It would be the fifth matchup between Alabama and Clemson in uh, the college football playoff era. Good or bad for the sport if that is the outcome and that is the game? I think that it would be fine for the sport if the playoff was expanded, and this is yeah. just what we got after a thorough playoff. But in, in its format currently, it's really bad for the sport. As evidence, that game a couple of nights ago, that Cotton Bowl, what an embarrassment for college football that Florida and Dan Mullen couldn't muster enough pride to go out there and even play hard. 
That yep. was a joke, an absolute joke. And I think it, it points to the problem with the playoff being only four teams is that everything else has lost its meaning and lost its importance. Now, you can argue to the – Dan Mullen even up. said, by the way, our season ended 11 days ago. Which is, by the way, like – I'm having a really hard time with Dan Mullen. I, I mean, you talk about a guy that's had a terrible year from a public relations standpoint yeah. and from a public speaking standpoint. You don't say that. You're a, the culture on your team. Listen, OU had just as much opportunity to mail it in as you did. So what? Like you're so high and mighty that you can't get revved up and have enough pride to play hard for your yourself, the nature of the game, and your teammates. But OU can. Like, give me a break. Like, I just, I hate that. I really do hate that. So you can argue uh, about, well, we should require these kids to play harder anyways. But the, the, the fact remains that with the playoff at four, everything else has lost its importance in the entire sport. And so from that perspective alone, not the competitiveness of the playoff or the fact that we've got Bama Clemson, you know, all the time, but more so just the importance for the sport and the programs, I think that we need to expand the playoff. So do you think the playoff, we're talking to Joel Klatt, by the way, happy new year to everybody out there, including Joel Klatt. Uh, Appreciate everybody hanging out with us. We wanted to give you a fresh three-hour show uh, because there are a lot of big games coming up in both college and the NFL. Uh, You can follow Joel at Joel Klatt on Twitter. Joel, do you think that next year we will have an A-team playoff? Well, I mean, college football moves kind of like the Titanic very slowly, you know, um, and, and it takes a lot. I do think that that game, Greg Sankey being in that box, remember they, ESPN took that shot of Greg Sankey sitting up there watching Florida get absolutely beat like a drum. So that's yep. not good for his conference. And so I think that that game, maybe even more so than if there's a blowout in the playoff game, that game, the, the Cotton Bowl, OU just taking Florida behind the woodshed might be a, a watershed moment for the expansion of, of the playoff. And I think even more than anything else, like I said, the competitiveness or anything, we, we're going to see coaches and, and administrators push for expansion just based on the fact that we need more meaningful games here at the end of the season. And so from that perspective, I don't know if it's going to happen next year, but it's going to expand. There's no doubt. And, and to be honest with you, I've gone from it shouldn't expand, yep. and, and all of a sudden I've flipped all the way to six ain't enough, eight ain't enough. I think it should be 12 or 14, to be honest with you, because if you go 12 or 14, you can give buys to the top seeds, which yep. makes it still relevant for them to play hard at the end of the regular season. But I think we should go that far. Would you play those games on college campuses and give uh, the higher-seeded team an opportunity to, uh, to host those games as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait. I'm actually going to come out kind of with my, my proposal here uh, within the next week or so. And I would play the first round on college campuses. I would play the second round on co- college campuses and it would, it would primarily be a 12 team playoff. Yeah, that's really kind of fascinating. I mean, it would be amazing, right? And, and I've always argued, and you see the NFL now is expanding to 14 playoff teams, Major League Baseball expanded, that in general, you want to create an expectation or hope that your team might win a championship for as long as you can, right? And the downside of college football right now is a lot of times by October 1st, almost no one has a chance to win a championship, right? Because it's so hard well, to be one difference. of those four best Here's teams. The difference. In the past, it wasn't just a championship. There were yeah. things that could define success for you within college football that allowed programs 
the opportunity to have purpose late into the season, beating your rival, winning, you know, eight, nine or 10 games, winning your division, winning your conference. Go to, go to a good to a, bowl a, game. A bigger yeah. bowl game. That's right. Those, those used to mean big things for college programs. But now with the playoff, that's all been stripped away. And there's very little meaning outside of those four teams. And, and so it's, it's based on, on that really significance alone that, that I'm a proponent that, that we need to grow this thing. And by the way, I would give automatic bursts to the best group of five champion, and yep. they would host a playoff game in the first round. Basically, think about this. The first round could probably have consisted of Florida going to Cincinnati um, and playing at Cincinnati, probably in cold weather. I'd love to see that. That would be good for college football. I agree. And it would be amazing if you're a Cincinnati fan to get a team like that coming into your home venue and giving those guys something to look forward to and be playing for. Joel Klatt, thank you for getting up early with us on New Year's Day. Enjoy these games later today, and uh, we will talk to you hopefully again sometime soon. You got it. Thanks, bud. That's Joel Klatt. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back in. Final segment of the New Year's Day edition of the program. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I told you this uh, to finish off the year on Thursday's program, but I really do appreciate all of you supporting OutKick. I know that a lot of you listening to this on New Year's Day, you may have jobs, you may be first responders, you may be police officers. And not everybody gets holidays off, which is why I wanted to make sure that we had three brand new fresh hours for you guys out there, wherever you may be. A lot of truckers listen to the show, driving across the country. Um, Anyway, if you are helping to keep American commerce moving, I appreciate you. I thank you. And I hope we've made your New Year's morning a little bit better than it otherwise would have been. All right. So the OutKick six-pack has been conservatively on fire. I mean, we have been killing it on our picks with you over the course of this year. We are now 55 and 36 on all the picks that we have given out over the course of the year, and that is a robust 60.4% win percentage. And frankly, Dub, we haven't had that many weeks where we've had losers, right? Where we've ended up uh, you know, costing people money most of the weeks. There are some certainly clunker weeks in there, no matter who you are. But when you're going at a 60% clip, you've had a lot of really good weeks. Absolutely. And I got to be honest, halfway through the season when we were you know, on this white hot run, in the back of my head, I was like, okay. No way this keeps up. No That's way. What you were I mean, I was yeah. thinking we can, we'll probably get back down. I think if we hit 55, 56%, that'd be an incredible season. But here we are. Heading into week 17, 55 and 36. Not bad at all. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I think we are, uh, we are rolling in a, uh, in a good way. There's no doubt about that. So we have got a couple of, uh, of, uh, of, of games that I'm really strongly excited about. And then some of these games, I feel like in week 17 – it's not as much analyzing the game as it is analyzing the roster, i.e. who's going to play, how many minutes are they going to play, what are the stakes, all of those things. So I have got for you seven picks this week 
in the Outkick six-pack. So we're giving you the six-pack, and then we are giving you an additional drink, which is probably the last thing you need, by the way, uh, many of you, to start off your uh, 2021, because there are probably some excessive alcohol intake, I would imagine, among our audience that is listening right now. Some of you probably laying in bed, eyes closed, thinking to yourself, my God, why did I have that last drink? Been there, done that. A lot of you have. But that's the way that New Year's uh, Day hangovers often begin. And we hope that this OutKick six-pack plus one will be your New Year's hangover. All right. Cure. Sorry. New Year's hangover cure. Might have just jinxed the picks there. We want this to be the cure, not the hangover. All right. Here we go. Uh, I like the Dolphins plus one and a half on the road against the Bills. Why? I think that the Bills are going to pull their starters by the second half if they even start their starters. And I believe that the Dolphins are going to win this game outright. All right. Dolphins plus one and a half at the Bills. I bet this on Fox Bet Live earlier this week. I got the Dolphins plus four and a half. The Bills are probably, considering all the guys that are being set by the Steelers, the, uh, the, the Bills are probably going to rest their guys too because the Bills, if the Steelers lose, are guaranteed the number two seed, which would mean that they would have home playoff games in Orchard Park for two of their three games that would take them to the Super Bowl. Obviously, they'd have to go on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game if that were the scenario at play. So, I am taking the Dolphins plus one and a half. I actually think the Dolphins are going to win this game outright because I think the Bills are going to rest a lot of their guys. So I'm going Dolphins plus one and a half. That's my first pick. Jets on the road against the Patriots. Jets have won two games in a row. They are playing with pretty good panache right now. It seems like now that they've given up on the idea of being able to get Trevor Lawrence, that they are rolling. And you know who's not rolling? The Patriots. And this may seem crazy, but I actually like the way the Jets are playing far more than I do the Patriots. Even though the Jets are getting plus three in this game, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Jets win this game outright. I like the Jets plus three. Let me pause here for a minute, Dub. I'll give you an opportunity to react to either of those first two picks. What do you think about Dolphins plus one and a half at the Bills and Jets plus three at the Patriots? I love the Dolphins if the Bills actually sit their players. But the interesting thing about the Dolphins right now, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick has come in relief for Tua on multiple occasions. And Brian Flores, essentially right after their game last week, he came out and said Tua is our starter. I mean, to me... That seems like a questionable decision. Obviously, Brian Flores knows a lot more about the Miami Dolphins and football in general than I do. Yep. But it seems odd that if you need a guy to come in and win you games in a must-win situation, that you wouldn't just have him come in to start the game. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think, honestly, I'd feel even better if uh, if they said, hey, two is only playing a series, and then we're going to Fitzpatrick, because I think this team certainly responds very well to Ryan Fitzpatrick. But... I do feel like the Bills sitting sitting their starters, Josh Allen and company, is a big deal. Stephon Diggs coming out. I think that's going to happen for the second half, which is why I think ultimately the Dolphins find a way to win. Uh, Okay, Titans on the road against the Texans. It's rare that a player speech motivates me to change potentially the way that I would bet, but I really like the Texans plus seven and a half in this game. And let me tell you why. 
The Titans can't get any pressure on the quarterback. Deshaun Watson will pick them apart. I really do believe that. Also, this Titan defense can't get off the field on third down. They are historically bad on third down. Now, the offense is legit. And I think the Titans will ultimately find a way to win this game. But if it's 35-31 to 31 and the Titans need a late touchdown, it's not going to surprise me at all. That J.J. Watt speech where he called out all of his teammates makes me believe that the Texans are going to show up in a big way. I have got the Texans plus 7.5 in this scenario. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, you just kind of said it in your in your analysis there. I don't think that this total can get high enough for me to bet an under. I think right now it's about 55 yeah. and a half, 56. I was toying around with taking the over in this game too. In fact, you know what? Let's make it a eight pack this week. I, I'm going to take the over in this game too. It's 55 and a half right now, 56, wherever it is. Let's take the over in this game too. I don't see how any team doesn't score at least 30 points. I mean, you just mentioned that the Titans defense is not very good. The yep. Houston offense is very good, and their defense is also horrible. I think Henry goes off for a massive game here. I think this is like 30-plus easy for both squads. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm with you. I like the over, and I like the Texans. All right, Packers at the Bears. I'm surprised. This number seems too low to me. 50 and a half. I think the over is the play here. The Packer offense is rolling. They are scoring 30-plus on everybody, but so is Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. This feels like a line from back in September as opposed to a line based on the current trajectories of both teams. I don't think this is a tough call at all. Packers-Bears, I'm on the over 50-and-a-half. Yeah, the Bears are basically like an automatic overbet the past month. It's crazy yep. how much their offense has improved with Trubisky back in the saddle. So I agree. I like the over here as well. All right, the Saints going up against the Panthers. The Panthers don't have Mike Davis. They don't have Christian McCaffrey. I don't like this offense. I know you got uh, Teddy Bridgewater coming back and playing against the Saints, obviously after having a really good job in a fill-in role last year, going 5-0 and for Drew Brees. But the Saints have a lot to play for still, right? The Packers, the Saints, and the Seahawks are all still fighting for that number one overall seed in the NFC I don't think the Saints are going to ease up or uh, or not go after that uh, that top seed. I think they cover the six and a half against the Panthers, uh, who have been very wobbly down the stretch. I like Drew Brees and company to win by double digits. Yeah, these two teams met uh, for the first time in late October, and I made one of my biggest bets of the year on Carolina that week, getting seven and a half. Now they're getting six and a half at home. It kind of makes me want to go back to Carolina, but... I just don't feel good about it. I, I, I'd lean with the Saints here. All right, Cardinals-Rams. I'm going with the under 41 in this game. We know that the Rams have massive health issues at their quarterback position and also at their running back position. Uh, and we know that the Cardinals and Kyler Murray not necessarily that healthy, even though they say he's healthy. I think this is going to be a defensive struggle. I see it as like a 17 to 14 type game under 41 feels like a very strong play here. If there was ever a game to bet no touchdown scored, this might be the one to sprinkle a little bit on that. Just saying, I, I definitely agree with the under here. All right. And last pick, this game will be the Sunday night football game. 
It will decide potentially who wins the NFC East. I am going with the Washington football team. I think Alex Smith is going to get back out there. They are eight points better, the Washington football team is, with Alex Smith than without him. The Eagles have no chance to win the NFC East. If you watch their game late against the Cowboys, I feel like the Eagles have completely mailed it in. I am hopping on the WFT, the Washington football team, to cover this two-point line and win in Philly. I'm going to I'm gonna disagree solely because this division has been so chaotic this year that somehow, some way, either the Cowboys or the Giants are going to win this division. So that's my only reason for disagreeing. All right, so we got eight picks for you. First time ever, the OutKick six-pack giving you two extra uh, uh, cans here. You can put them both on your forehead and help to ease the hangover. Hopefully, we're going 8-0. Dolphins plus the points at the Bills. Jets plus three. Titans and Texans. Texans plus seven and a half and the over. Packers, Bears, the over. Saints minus six and a half at the Panthers. Uh, The Cardinals and the Rams under 41. And the Washington football team minus two against Philadelphia. These picks are up at outkick.com if you want to see them you can go check them out at outkick.com love all of you if you want to get free money five dollar bet on alabama pays back 125 dollars if the tide wins later this afternoon all you have to do to get that bet in is go to fanduel.com slash clay that's fanduel.com slash clay this is outkick the coverage with clay travis need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 